This is Sexy Book Club. Like the name says, we talk about sexy books with an emphasis on the sex. So keep listening only if you're ready for frank and explicit conversation. Welcome to Sexy Book Club. I'm Carla. I'm Tom. And I'm Amy. And this time we read a book called Night Pleasures, Dark Hunter Novels, book one by Sherilyn Kenyon. This is what it was about. The Dark Hunters are ancient warriors who have sworn to protect mankind and the fate of the world is in their hands. He is solitude. He is darkness. He is the ruler of the night. Yet Kyrian of Thrace has just woken up handcuffed to his worst nightmare, an accountant. Worse, she's being hunted by one of the most lethal vampires out there. And if Amanda Devereaux goes down, then he does too. But it's not just their lives that are hanging in the balance. Kyrian and Amanda are all that stands between humanity and oblivion. Let's hope they win. Let's hope indeed. Let us I had hope. Lots of hope. Let's hope. This book was written in 2002, uh, and it takes place in and around New Orleans, Louisiana. What an accent that was. Right? It was real good, right? I thought you were going to lean into it, but you didn't. Instead, you over-enunciated. Oh, okay. Well, I'll, I'll, let's do it again. It takes place in New Orleans. There you go. <laughs> right? Is yeah. that better? Okay, there <laughs> we go. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so the thing about this uh, setting is it's basically like the real world, except there's also vampires and Greek gods, which we'll get into later on. Yes. So our main characters, as the blurb said, are Amanda Devereaux. She is 26. Let me just run down some things about Amanda. Tell me what you know about her, because I don't feel like I know much about Amanda. Well, mm-hmm. OK, so superficially, she is five foot ten, dark brown hair, deep blue eyes. She is from a hella big family, like eight sisters, including a twin. Um, And she is an accountant, as the blurb said, but her family are all like totally wacky. Her twin sister, Tabitha, hunts vampires. One of her sisters is a voodoo priestess. One is a healer. So her family's like in deep with the supernatural. But she is like, no, I'm not into this. I'm going to have a normal life. All I want is to be normal, except... She does have like mega psychic powers and a black belt in Aikido, which is yeah, that was, pretty cool. That was an interesting little tidbit. Which is like literally one sentence. Yes. Like that comes up one time. And never but again. But whatever. Yeah. Um, oh, and as I think maybe Amy said, she does also have a Southern drawl. So our male lead is Kyrian of Thrace. I'm saying Kyrian. Is that how you guys were pronouncing that? That was how I was mm-hmm. saying it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he is 2,182 years old, so that's a while. He is this, like, legendary Greek warrior. He is six foot five, all muscles, blonde, super dark eyes, tanned, scarred like any self-respecting ancient Greek warrior. He has mind control abilities and is telepathic, or, like, he can read people's minds. Is that the same as telepathic? Telepathic, that- yeah. I think so, yeah. But he will he can turn that power off if you ask him to, which is very nice, I thought. Yeah. Very yeah. considerate. Very considerate. He said, I won't read your thoughts if you don't want me to. And she said, Great, I don't want you to. And then he like didn't. Yeah. Totally respected that. Which is actually Pretty pretty great. Way to go, Kyrian. Uh, and he is also a night hunter, and there is, like, some deep-ass mythology into what that means, which we'll probably maybe get into later. But maybe Amy wants to talk about our, you know, central conflict of the tale. Like Tom said, it's the real world, but with vampires and gods. And the whole mythology of it is... and. Guys, I'm not going to remember or be able to say all these names correctly. That's fair. Uh, but there's <laughs> the gods, you know, Zeus made humans. And then who was it? Archimedes. It was somebody else. Uh, Apollo. Apollo. Yes. Mm-hmm. Who, yeah, because they're the Apollites. Yes. Oh, right. Who made the Apollites? Because he was like, I can do it better. And Zeus was like, fuck that noise. And the Apollites are now more than human. And they are only able to live for 27 years. And the main conflict revolves around how some of these Apolites go to the dark side and choose to drink. So the Apolites are like the vampires. Yeah. 
and they choose to drink human blood in order to consume the human soul that allows them to live for like a couple weeks to a month, depending on who they feed on. And then the dark hunters are the ones who are uh, supposed to protect everybody from these apolytes who go bad, who are called daemons. Yeah. Yeah, you're doing it. Yeah. You're doing it. So daemons, they're freaking out. They're killing people. The dark hunters come in. But not just anyone can be a dark hunter. Oh, no. You need to be in such agony to have your soul call out to Artemis. Artemis. Mm-hmm. Artemis. Thank you. It was like Artemis. Artemis. And she will come and grant you eternal life, turn you kind of into an apolite, but you don't have to drink human blood or any of that. You're actually technically never supposed to. And in return, she will give you one act of vengeance. So she will enact vengeance on whoever you want, whoever created that pain for you. And that is how our lovely hero, Hunter, Kyrian. 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 Yeah. Yeah, Kyrian Hunter ended up being a a dark hunter. So that's the main conflict. And the way that our, our lovely... Uh, accountant gets all wrapped up in this is because she has these amazing powers that one of these badass daemons whose name I can't say. Desiderius? 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 Mm -hmm. He really wants her power. He wants to suck her dry and... That'll keep so them going why. for a while. But we don't know that yeah. at the beginning, right? Yes, that's At the like beginning, a it seems like he, because her twin hunts vampires. Um, mm-hmm. So it seems like she was, she accidentally got wrapped up in all of this, is what it appears until the very end. So, where we find she was a target all along. Yes. Here's the thing about this book that I would like to talk about. <laughs> Just one thing. Here's the thing the mythology is deep. And should have been very interesting. Yes, should have been. You are right on that. That's the key word is should have Yeah, because it's like all this shit's like right up my alley. I love all this supernatural stuff, gods, all this sounds super fascinating. But I felt like what this author was doing was trying to sell other books. Yes, 100%. So there's all these characters that come in that are kind of referred to that clearly must be characters in previous series that she has done. but. I haven't read any of those. And this is book one in this series. So it was weird that there was like 30 characters that I like felt I should have known something about, but I didn't. Yeah. And other characters that were clearly introduced because the next books in this series will be about them. Yeah. And it was just sort of frustrating to read because that's clearly what was happening. One thing I thought was very funny, sort of related to this, is that so her sister Tabitha is teasing Amanda about reading a romance novel and says like, oh, as if you're not going to just stay home and read the new uh, Kinley McGregor book. And Kinley McGregor is Sherilyn Kenyon's pen name when she writes like historical romance novels and i oh, actually thought it was very funny oh, like it really made good. me laugh that's good because i was like i feel like i've heard of kinley mcgregor and i looked her up and like yep it's the same woman like man you are just <laughs> like you're a machine like pumping out books because there's she's written a shitload of books oh shit ton of books um yeah, so those are my thoughts on the mythology. Did you guys have any thoughts on that? Uh, as someone who, like, totally grew up loving Greek mythology, when that started to, like, make its way into this book, I was like, oh, okay, like, maybe this will... And then it just completely let me down. Like, it was not good in any way, shape, or form. The stuff that she did kind of touch on, she just doesn't explain anything. Yeah, it's just here's a thing. And then she moves on to whatever needs to happen next in her book. And it's very frustrating. It was just like she was putting them all in there to hit the archetype of having like Greek mythology. I found there were for my liking in a relatively short romance novel that there were so many freaking characters. Yes, there are too many for me because guys, I'm at level with you right now. I just finished reading this book. Yeah, I finished and I today just as well. Today. Same here. And and I couldn't remember some of the character like key character names. Like I've got a lot of character names rolling up in there. And while the plot is very fresh in my mind, the characters and just the amount that was thrown into this big 
pot of gumbo. Was just too much for me. And no one was flushed out well enough. I guess I really like, I didn't know this. This podcast is teaching me what I like about romance novels and dislike about others. I guess I really like it when my two main characters are like my two main characters and everyone else is very peripheral. But here there was so many people that I clearly was supposed to like know about and care about and and so much going on that there was one point when I was like, wait, how is that guy talking to that guy? Do they even know each other? And then they did explain like two pages later that, oh, they do actually know each other. But we had met him like yeah. as her sister's like boyfriend. boyfriend. Yes, exactly. Because yes. yes. I was like, wait, I was why like, are, did I miss something? Like, why are they talking to each other like about shit that's gone on before and it's like oh, oh we grew up together exactly like because i guess his like, like oh, anyway and um <laughs> then you think tabitha would have been more in the loop and a little less reckless exactly and especially when he's like no this guy's like my best friend <laughs> like we grew up together and it's like wasn't he with her when she was out hunting him before like i don't understand yeah. they don't they yeah. don't have good communication in their relationship no about who to kill and who not to kill who's a bad vampire right. and who's a good I mean, vampire we all have that trouble in our relationships i think about who to kill and who not exactly. to kill especially exactly. when dealing with vampires it's important to talk about these yes, issues vampires. with your partner so early on i was really excited because they introduced this guy tate who is the coroner and he is um <gasps> Kieran's yes. friend who like helps him escape places when he and I actually legitimately think this is a clever idea so he's a coroner so Kirian will call him and say like it's daylight I need to get out of this place and um, Tate will come and get him put him in a body bag take him away in the ambulance to the hospital and then he leaves I'm like oh that's pretty clever also, yeah. Tate is an African-American. And I was so delighted because it's like on page 10 or something, we're already getting a person of color being introduced in this book because yep. it's in New Orleans, which is not like 100 percent white people. Imagine that. But then I think he is literally the only non-white character we meet in the whole book, even though there is a million characters. Yeah. Yep. Lots of lots of Greek. Yes. Yeah. Characters. But most of them described as blonde. But yes. Yes. It's just so easy. Like, it's we t- we've talked about this, like, every time now. It's not hard. Like, okay, all of her sisters. No, you know what? I take that back. I was going to say all of her sisters have to be the same race. No, they don't. Her parents no, could don't. be two different races. Like, they could all be multiracial. Like, there's no reason mm-hmm. why everyone has to be white. Um, I mean, the people no. that are 2,000 years old and from a certain place in a certain sure. history need to be from that place. Um, yep. But I don't know that that would have been like white as we know it today, 2,000 years ago in Greece. Yeah. <laughs> but you mentioned Tate and I just like they they started on an interesting part of how Tate and Kyrian knew each and other. Kyrian met and then it was shut yeah. down. Oh, but like, I was expecting yeah. that to come back. Yes, me too. Like he caught me feeding or something like that. Yes. And I was like, what, what, what? Yeah. And then nothing. Yeah, agreed. Nothing. Because this was when, and in a more innocent time on early on when I thought I wouldn't have to remember 100,000 characters. <laughs> but I did. And of course, all of this like mythology, characters, racial diversity this is a book about sex so let's talk about sex yeah we should mention one thing before we talk about the sex though uh is that kyrian can't go out in the sunlight because as part of his deal as being a dark hunter he's given the same abilities that the vampires have but also the same drawbacks like he can't go out in the sun for one yes so yes he has strength and like all these other abilities oh and i didn't mention Vampire fangs. Of course. When I was yes, describing he what he fangs. looked like, he has, you know, he's got those pointy little eye teeth. He's got them chompers. Because he's technically a vampire. Yeah. Um, I would just like to say, before we go on to the sex stuff, that I really like all the references to just how much TV Amanda watches. Oh. <laughs> Can we okay. just talk about... Like, let's talk about that before we that. get to the sex thing, because there was like so legitimately, legitimately Are you like Angel? two times when I actually thought this book was funny, because here's the other thing about this book. She's really trying to be funny. Yes. But in a sort of more effective way than the book that we read about... 
the dragon people mm-hmm. where she oh, was like sure, trying sure, to be so oh. sassy super sassy whereas yeah. these two were like kind of just like snipey with each other very snipey I liked it. yeah and yeah. there were yeah. some legitimately like kind of funny things and one of them was her being like are you like Buffy and she kept bringing up Buffy and I actually and she mentioned that. Angel and I she like mentioned Buffy. Angel and that made me really happy because that felt real to me yeah yes because I liked a lot of their interactions I felt it was really natural yes between the two of them which might be the only not the only nice thing I have to say about the book, but but their interactions were always fairly enjoyable. That's right. right. There I was would a lot of happy snarky. She if there was, was more of that, if there was more of them without all this extraneous, like trying to sell me other books bullshit, because they were funny. I thought they were going in the in the dragon, her dragon to slay kind of way when he was unconscious yes mm. oh me too and she was all like there was a few times in this book that i babe or yeah got like oh is this gonna go somewhere we're gonna have to really talk about on the podcast um and it didn't really which is nice no. like credit yeah. where credit's she brings due buffy. she brings up like, buffy. i'm not an emaciated teenager yeah like <laughs> i actually like wrote down that quote he was like yeah i'm an emaciated teenage girl who blah 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 like it was quite funny yeah. another line i thought was very funny was she he's like i've never been so insulted in my life and she's like oh you must be an only child <laughs> so i laughed <laughs> laugh so much because like, mm-hmm. she has like eight siblings or seven siblings or whatever it just it really was pretty funny and her the family dynamics with her family also seemed like they could have been good it just like so much potential there was a lot of potential but things just it was just too much there's just too much you know what i would have liked i would have preferred this book with all the greek mythology taken out yeah yeah this book would have i think satisfied me me just on a basic level if all the Greek mythology was gone. I agree. Yep. Because it just wasn't done well enough to be It effective. was distracting more than it added to the book. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. It didn't. She has some cool ideas about the mythology. And even the way she wrote that one thing about how, like, your soul has to cry out, like, for justice, mm-hmm. for Artemis to come to you to offer you this opportunity. Like, some of that was really interesting. But it wasn't well executed in the book. Yep. It was all just, like, really glossed over. So it's like, either do mm-hmm. it and, like do it yeah or, get into it or don't bother or just with make it. them vampires and a vampire yep. killer blade exists we understand give me the story about kieran and his wife yes give me that yep. story and and then and fully explain everything because it was in the time that it was happening it's so hard to explain greek mythology number one to people who do not know what they're getting into because they're just looking for some like tingly feelings in their nether regions. yeah i just wanted some vampire boning Sure. Right. And also, okay, so let's get back to the boning, though. Like, I was reading and reading (laughs) and reading. Yep. And reading. And at one point, I put the book down to look at some birds outside the window. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, where's the sex? Good question. Where is it? So, by my count, there's eight sex scenes, but the first one doesn't come until chapter six, which is about a third of the way through the book. It's a long, like, I kind of like the anticipation. I kind of like the building. It's too long. When it is done well, when people are, like, being flirty and, like, kind of, like, building up to it in a romance novel, I (sighs) I can be into it. But this wasn't really happening. Like, it was just all this, like... Let me tell you about the Appalites. Oh, and also Atlantis yeah. is real. And also, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know, like all that stuff was happening. And it was like, okay, let's get to the yeah, bone. Fo- I couldn't focus on it. I, I kind of liked the buildup and I was getting a little bit into it. And I was like, and it was, it was just taking so long. And that it just made me think like the payoffs got to yeah. be good. Right. The payoffs got to be good. Like she's had me waiting like a hundred pages. Like the payoffs yeah. got to be good. Mm. what'd you guys think of the first sex <laughs> um generally oh well the first like the one that i counted as the first one was like a dream sequence which ended before climax yeah mm. see i didn't count so it's that really one sex. as one because it was a dream sequence yeah, well, I nothing didn't had really. happened for so long, phone. you guys. That's I just, true. Yeah, it's, <laughs> she grasping at straws. Carla really. will just take whatever she can. She, at that point, but Carla's just it, like. Kind of, right? Because then 
So that happens, and then they, like, do all this, like, explaining about what this is and blah, 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 blah. And then the next one doesn't come for, like, a hundred more pages. Yeah, it was, like, chapter nine or ten or some shit before, like, Uh, the first one actually happened. Um, Yeah, it's, like, another 70 pages before the next one. So here's the thing about their sex. If he climaxes, he, like, loses his power for a day or something-ish. Mm-hmm. It was kind of an indeterminate yeah. length of time. And yep. also, I felt like maybe—I read this part a while ago because I didn't whip through this book. I just finished it today. It was impossible to whip through this yeah. book. It seemed to me that if it was—like, the better it was, the longer he was depleted for. I felt like sort of like that, but at the same time, like— the more it happened, the more his power would be drained. So, like, the first time he has an orgasm, he's, like, like they, like, meld, right? Yeah. They become, like, one person. Yep. She runs her hands down his back, and she can feel her hands on her back. I wasn't into that. Well, and we didn't know then that she had, like, any psychic stuff psychic going on. Powers, also, yeah. FYI, that was the first time he'd had sex in over 2,000 years. <laughs> yep. No, 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 yes. it wasn't, was yeah. it? Yeah, it was. He had yep. not had what? sex since his wife betrayed him. I will never touch a woman again. So he was all like, I'd lock that part of myself away. He was like yep. a wild lover man in his youth. Wow, got married right. to his wife who ultimately betrayed him and had that not bitch. been with a woman since. Wow. Yeah, like the night hunters were allowed to take lovers, but he did not. Yeah. Well, they weren't allowed to take lovers. They were allowed to, well, like, they were allowed to do have it. sex. Yeah, sure. like yeah. they couldn't have relationships. I mean, Ooh. yeah, by my count, there was like eight sex scenes. So other than that and the last one, he never comes because he doesn't want to be weakened. So you'd think that it would be the thing that I love the most in these books, usually, where it's all What's about that, her. Yeah, All sure. All about the woman. Mm-hmm. Let's like let's do like, that. Let's make sure she finishes several times before exactly. he ever gets to. Um yeah. and sometimes that happens. The first time that they actually have sex, that happens. She comes like three times. It's amazing. They like come on simultaneous orgasms and there are rainbows and fireworks. Exactly. They sh- there sure is. Then Every other time, like, the sex scenes are, like, real short. And even that one, like, I I just found them very, like, Yonsville. Same here. <laughs> like, I did not find them to be, like, they didn't make me go, like, I shouldn't be reading this at work. Yeah. But I didn't feel that way. And I think it's because at the end of every, pri- like, sex scene after we find out that <laughs> that she's not allowed to make him come. Oh, no. At the end of any time they're having sex and she finishes, be it once or twice or whatever, um, it's always like, and then he pulls out painfully. Yes. Like, like, She's always like, oh, you poor man. Yes. I know. And I'm like, you know what? You know what I don't want to feel after sex? I don't want to feel concerned or, or guilty, guilty that, yeah. like, mm, if he was, and he was, I don't know, I don't feel like he was trying to be that way as a character. No. Because he's a very selfless kind of sure. character. But it, at but the it was same written time, that way. It was. It was written that way. Like, yeah, I just, and again, like, this book was very non-offensive. Mm-hmm. There wasn't even any colorful language. No, like, there just wasn't, it just was like so mild and there was like quite a few sex scenes like it took a long time to get there but then there was like sure. eight within like 200 pages or whatever so that's well, like because she started living pretty, at his pretty place regularly while well and... yeah her house got burned down Amy. yeah <laughs> right but it just was like eh. i do want to jump back to sex scene number one because after he climaxes his powers are gone and they like phone his other dark hunter friend to be like what happened i broke him and and he specifically tells them, like, don't fuck anymore or this will happen. And then they fuck again the next morning and he comes yes. again. Yes. Like, they just learn that, like, you can't do this. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, well, I'm going to do it again. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, then she's stops. Like, just one more. But then he stops. Yeah. yeah. Well, 
Yeah, just one more. Just, just one, more. one more. I mean, just, his powers were already yeah. depleted. I mean, honestly, I can understand making that argument. Like, well, I'm already on oh, the yeah, downside, sure. so we may as well just do it one more time, mm-hmm. and then it'll just be rolled into this one time. I have no powers. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I just thought it was hilarious because it was like, well, don't do this. And then they're like, mm, we're going to do it one yeah. more time. I did, would. Okay. Did anyone else find the word fuck? I was looking for oh, it. Oh, no. It was all very, so. like, even, like, there wasn't even. There wasn't even anything like funny, cock or dick. Like, like there, you no, know what I mean? Oh, you know what there wasn't? Womb Watch 2019. No womb. There was no right. womb. No womb. Hashtag Womb Watch. Hashtag no womb. No womb. Mm. So that was interesting because it is very common. Although it's only it's two out of three for the books we've read so far. But but it is. But pretty also, common. yeah, there wasn't a lot of like super. A descriptive or weird adjectives used at all in this book. Yeah, I mean, the only thing that I wrote down was about her, because uh, the last time, no, second to last time, she wants to, like, help him heal from his trauma of being uh, crucified by the Romans. Did right. we mention that? Yep. Everything I say, it sounds crazy <laughs> when I say it. There's just, <laughs> there's so, just so much stuff. There's so there's much just stuff. so much stuff, you guys. So when he originally died as a human crucified by the romans um so she and so he naturally like freaks out if he's like tied tied up up, right his arms are tied back yeah makes sense sort of it also has been two thousand years you can heal from trauma well he hasn't been trying anyway she's gonna heal him from trauma but fucking so she like ties him up with her silk robe pours honey on him puts whipped cream all over him and he, she covers his junk. I she think she says something made like, it a loin he, like makes a ba- a yep. loincloth thing. It was yep. like a bathing suit. <laughs> no, she made him. No, like covered him with a enough whipped cream to whip make cream. a loincloth. And then like, does anyone else envision her going like mid thigh well, with all that? That's what a loincloth is. Like it just was. She could have just said she covered him. I would have assumed she yep. meant the sex parts, not like his whole <laughs> like bathing suit region, but. Um, <laughs> his bathing suit region. <laughs> she reaches sensually towards his bathing, bathing suit, suit region. region. <laughs> but um, she really sucks oh, on his balls God. for a long time. She does. Oh my god! I sack. made a special note of that one. That sack gets because sucked. it was the only thing that like stuck out to me, except for the food play stuff, which doesn't always happen. Yeah. So there's some of that, but it's pretty like it's tame. It's all very tame. It's pretty tame. It's like literally in Varsity Blues, which is like a teen movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's little pretty, pretty, yeah. pretty tame. You're my boy, Blue. <laughs> <laughs> but it's uh. Yeah, it just was funny that she, like, there is literally longer descriptions of her licking whipped cream off his bathing suit area, which is what I'm just going to say now. (laughs) Just lean into it. Yeah. More than there, like, there are longer descriptions of that than there are descriptions of him going down on her, which I say, no, thank you. No, thank (laughs) you. That is not what I am Mm -mm. looking for in a book written for women by a woman. I'm not saying. That's fair. I don't like going down on a guy. It's great. That's not what I'm saying. But like, it's great. come on. Yeah. That's not what this, I, for me, that's not what these books are for. Yeah. No, same here. For like really in most like sexually explicit material, for me, the balls, they're there. Yeah, not a starring player that get mentioned in several subsequent paragraphs. Yeah. 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 I mean, unless you have just one ball. Yes. See, <laughs> and you're then it'll get so funny. Is, that's time. what I was going to say is like looking back to the last book we read, obviously a ton of everything was about her serving him. So it's not like I'm opposed to that like fully because mm-hmm. that was pretty good. It was. Yeah. Yeah. The sex scenes were good. Because that was the like dynamic. They had that dynamic in their relationship. So she was getting something more out mm-hmm. of it like they were that was for both of them um and it's not like i felt like amanda like wasn't getting hers because she like Maybe got she off every time <laughs> she probably had an upset stomach afterwards that was a lot of whipped cream it's a lot of whipped cream Lots that dairy's dairy. not That's gonna sit well because she had already put it on his nipples so it wasn't just the bathing suit area <laughs> Is like a lot. I'm gonna keep saying it was it, his you guys. bathing suit area and her bathing suit yeah. area. It was everybody's. So yeah, it yeah. just they were so they were too tame for me. Yeah. I like mine to be more X-rated. Like I liked 
I liked their sexual interaction during the teasing leading up to the sex scenes more than I ended up liking Me the too. sex scenes. Like the sure. time when she went upstairs to get a diaper for Grace and he was coming out of the shower and they yes. collided. And it was like, whoops. Yeah, well, exactly. And then so I, I think I have this part here and it's like he fixed those dark eyes with sinfully long eyelashes on her. The raw hunger in them made her hot and shivery. He looked as if he could devour her. And in truth, she wanted to be devoured by him. And then she gets her ring or her bracelet stuck on the terry yes. cloth rose. Yes. And then he reads her mind, wondering what he looks like underneath the robe. And so he just lets it drop and he's like, you like what you see? Like that whole was scene great. I liked better than I think all the sex scenes Me too. Yeah. I mean, partially because it reminds me of like one of the sexiest two seconds that ever have existed in a movie, in my opinion, which is in the movie The Guest when Dan Stevens comes out of the shower. Have you guys seen yep. this movie? Mm-hmm. Oh my god! It's a dang delight! Oh my god! When he comes out of the bathroom, he's just got a towel around his hips, and he like runs into like, the like glistening, glistening, and he's so fucking handsome, and he's so charming in that movie, and he's like, oh man, and he just kind of like I'm gonna have to watch this movie. You, you gotta watch this watch movie because it's great, or just look at the gif because it's pretty fucking hot just by itself. <laughs> Even though it's nothing, it's just okay. him like standing there, and he like I think looks her up and down when he runs into the girl in the hallway, and she looks him up and down, and and it's like tense and is very like sexually charged when actually nothing happens at all. Because yeah, so much yeah. could happen. That's what it reminded me of. And I loved it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, much like having to wait like 10 chapters for a fucking sex scene, yeah. the anticipation of yeah. was better than the actual results that she delivered. Yeah, which is too well, bad. Because yeah, like this book was just so like, meh. I'm not yeah. mad at it. But it wasn't really entertaining. Like, I wouldn't now read another one of her books, which is funny because our last book I was legitimately mad at, but I do still want, but I want to read more of her books. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, because the odds are, though, we're not going to find ourselves in a similar, it, yeah. very specific situation. Exactly. Exactly. This one, I would only hope for more. And that's not what makes me read another book in a series, is that I hope the next one's going to be better. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or I thought they, they sort of dip into the story of, I can't even remember these people's names now, the guy that was the professor who, he was a Greek god uh, who was Julian. like, Julian, thank you, and Grace. Yeah. So their story seemed like, oh, maybe this is interesting. <gasps> Yeah, he yes. was like trapped as a sex slave for yeah. two hundred years, and it was she, like, she freed him from him a from book. a scroll. Yeah, so I was like, yeah, oh, this could like... be interesting. But again, I have a lot of books to read, and like, <laughs> she's just like she's just not as an author going mm-hmm. to be on my list again. I don't think. Can we talk philosophically about the idea that when a man ejaculates, he loses his power? <laughs> Yes, please. I would like to discuss this idea. It seems like too on the nose, but also... Can we ask the man in the room? Tom, yes. when you ejaculate, do you feel like you lose some of your manpower? No, if I feel the exact opposite. <laughs> hmm, interesting. Because, yeah. I mean, there is Amy a thing more about with, men. like, you know, athletes and not wanting yeah, to, to like, like harness a no that sex energy. before the big game sort right. of thing because you want to keep yeah. that energy in which but like, i can sort of understand i guess i mean it's sure it also is different right like for men and women because aside from like a quick refractory period like once a guy comes that's it for that part <laughs> that yep. moment yeah i didn't want to say like that's that it because just because the guy is. comes doesn't mean sex is over like you know, like things can still keep happening, but it is very different for women because we can come like an unlimited number of times. So I guess I can't really understand the feeling sure. of being like, well, I guess, yes, that's it. I'm not going to have any more. You feel fun. like you're losing pieces of yourself. Yeah, like that's uh, again. No, it's just I'm sort of grasping at straws for something like deeper to discuss about this book. But it is an interesting idea that he like actually loses his strength and power to defend himself and her and the world when he ejaculates. Well, and it's, I think because they kind of touched on that is that doesn't happen to every dark hunter. Yeah, no, it's it's a different 
test or trial or whatever you want to call well, it for every it dark kind of hunter. Has to do with how they became a dark right. hunter, right? Like he was betrayed by his wife, yeah. like immediately after they had sex. Yeah. So I guess it kind of connects to the fact that when he had that last act with her, he lost himself. He did lose all of his power because she handed him a glass of wine. He drank it. He passed out. And it was that was it for him. He then subsequently was tortured for months and crucified, crucified, crucified et cetera, yeah. et cetera. You know, that yeah, old story, usual. that old story. You know, but I do think it's very on the nose, like just yeah. masculinity wise. That- well, it also is interesting. So like the thing, a thing that really bothers me um, culturally related to sex is that I think when you say sex to or like certainly heterosexual sex. It's heterosexual sex is what I'm talking about. That now. they're having yeah. in this book is true. Uh, no, I mean, like, this is a this is a cultural trope of heterosexual sex, which is oh. that it is P in V till he ejaculates. Yes, that and is, then it is done. That is sex. P in V until C. Yes, exactly. <laughs> that yep. is the equation. That's the Put that on like, a t-shirt. If you, are, if you have sex with someone, that's what you mean, right? Like, agreed? Yeah. Yep. Okay. It, like, that's the end goal, I guess. So this is what I drives mean, me crazy, a, yeah. is that <laughs> that is, like, a culturally created thing. That isn't, in my opinion, if you... So I think Bill Clinton did have sex, I guess is what I'm saying. Oral sex is sex. Yep, 100%. Yes. Otherwise, oh, lesbians definitely. never have sex. Like, it just, like... Yeah, it. I think anything that creates that sexual pleasure feeling inside you and has to do with your bathing bathing suit area. Exactly. It should be considered sex. Like whether it be oral sex, penetration. Yes. I guess there are like, man, this is like it does break down. Like the bases are a thing. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe first base, I don't think is sex. Me neither. But I don't know, kids these days. Right? Um, Rainbow break. So like I'm trying to think where I draw that line, and it's a blurry line, I guess. Mm-hmm. Is is hand stuff sex? Well, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be okay with my partner doing that if we were in a monogamous relationship with someone else. So, like, I wouldn't even be cool with him kissing someone else. So, I don't know where that line. That's is. what I was just gonna say. Like, honestly, I don't want my partner to hold hands with somebody else because that no. is like well, intimate that is an intimate right? thing to do. So. Maybe that's the wrong way to frame it is like what I would consider cheating. But um, but in this book, even though he couldn't ejaculate, the point at which he would have ejaculated still is the end of the interaction. Yes. Which is frustrating to me. And I don't know how this works for guys, but I don't think well, I even just like thinking of myself as a woman Let's say, like, I'm on the edge. How much longer could I continue without without going over? Sure. And if if I, like, am not allowed to because I'm going to lose my boobs or something else that <laughs> is, is that meaningful. Is that the source of your power? Shh. <laughs> no. Maybe. I love it. No. Uh, I should have said my hair because I would care a lot more if I lost my hair. You know what? I would care about if I lost any part of my body. But like just saying. I, yeah, I, I see what you're saying. Yeah. No, that does make sense. Like they have to stop no, before he, he goes And then too started far. to do more hand stuff. Yes. I guess like where. But she always comes. I don't know. I'm approaching it having been in relationships where my male partner has not always been able to maintain an erection Been there and so sex is sex is that's weird but like the beginning and end of sex was not delineated by his experience of it and so i mm. guess that's what i was hoping for here sure um but you right. raise a good point is that that is not the problem here he just like can't do it or he'll lose his power so it does end up being like kind of mean in the end but at the same time i think i don't know and i don't know if if this is true for everybody's sexual experience but usually the orgasm is the end point 
Like there have been times when I've been with a partner who has not been able to come. Sure. And so I'm like, you know, like I could go for days. Like there's just been points where it's been like, it's been like an hour 45. It's just enough and I've sometimes. came three no, times. That's, that's like, fair. let's stop. Yep. But then, like, yeah, I don't know. I guess I'm not sure I'm articulating this, like, well enough. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not well, sure. Well, how, how often have you tried to, like, verbalize this? <laughs> well, not a lot. So thank so, you, Tom. Yeah, I think true. it's fair to, like, yes. stumble over it. <laughs> yeah, it just is. I guess, yeah, I guess if I'm having an interaction and I've had, like, five orgasms and it's like, okay, okay, it's probably your turn. Let's get this going. And it doesn't happen. <laughs> Then we would, st- I mean, you're not just going to like keep fooling around for a decade. Because well, when do you, when do you stop? Yes. At one point you just get tired. Yeah. At some and point maybe, you just stop. Maybe the man often chooses, at least in a heterosexual relationship, the man often chooses the end point because he can't continue on immediately as the woman can in most situations. Sure. So yeah. and then after you're spent, I mean, sure, maybe sometimes in your youth, you can roll right back over 10 minutes later and be like, want to go again. But for some of us who have children and jobs the next day, that just doesn't often happen. So I think it's a good point, though. Like what? Yeah, I guess if if the woman has had her needs fulfilled and then the male orgasm is the final step, I'm totally OK with that, obviously. It's the cultural idea that sex can happen where the woman has no orgasm at all, but the like mm-hmm. I don't know that all just sure. like the drives frustra- me crazy. The frustrated housewife in various media forms. Yes, exactly, yeah. Yeah. exactly. So he gets his, and then it's over, and that's yeah. sex, and, it's, and it's done. Um, yeah, rolling over and snoring within seconds, yeah. and it's like, well, yeah, all right. Which is not the case. I mean, in this book, she does definitely. Like, she does always orgasm, not, like, I don't know how, because it doesn't seem like anything very exciting happens. It's like, four seconds of sex. <laughs> they are. They're so, like, they're very, like, quick and sort of, like, perfunctory sex scenes. Um, yeah. Oh, I feel like if I were to be watching them have sex, their genitals would be blurred. Yes. Yeah. Like, that's how little detail. Yeah, that's a great description. Yeah, that's totally, it feels like you were, like, right there, and then, like, everything zoomed out to, like, a wide-angle shot where they're just kind of in the background. Yeah. And there's a sheet over them. Yeah. And you can see them grinding and making noise, but you're like, are you really doing yeah. anything like, under there? What's really happening over there? Yeah, that's a, that's a great description. Porn. And I guess, like, maybe this is just a more mainstream book? And that's why, um, maybe like she has, I don't know, maybe she has like broader appeal. I know not everyone's looking for like raunchy fucking. I Apparently, am. We are, though. Apparently. Well, definitely what I am makes things for. more interesting because like I'll tell you, if this book had been like 10 chapters lead up and then there was like some real raunchy fucking for the rest of the book, I would have been like, I would have thought much better about this book with all the Greek stupid mythology shit in there anyway. So, yeah, I can look past a lot of crappy stuff as I've learned in the pa- in the last book for a good yeah, sex me too scene. sure like like oh god like like they shove stuff up his butt yeah okay but like but two, two pages, pages later. later they are getting it on hardcore yeah. <laughs> like it's it can cure it can like smooth over a lot of it really can yep. and so that's yeah and because this book was just like meh like the sex scenes were meh it makes the overall what about bonability i mean Despite all the things I said about them, which were a lot, psychic, Aikido, et cetera, et cetera. Um, (laughs) Blue eyes. Blue eyes. You know, (laughs) like there's a lot of like on paper details. But honestly, I liked both of them. If the book was more about the two of them, I would have liked the book more. So like, yeah, I think she genuinely seemed smart and funny and like sexually confident, which was great. I liked as the book went on, she got more sexual. Absolutely. Yeah, which was great. She really did. Like, by the end, she was, like, making it happen. Whereas she had been, like, kind of, like, like shy and awkward before that. And, I mean, he sounded like a babe, so sure. You know? (laughs) What's not to like? I like how he kind of, like, took control a little bit. Mm -hmm. Like, he had his, like, sexy looks and 
flirtiness. It's like little quips. Innuendo. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. So I bone him. I don't know if I bone her. I feel like, again, like maybe there's just a giant like fuzzy blur over her. But, like, by herself, but together, I really like yeah, them. Yeah, me too. I guess, yeah. like, and I wonder, well, I mean, it'll depend as we go on and we maybe, like, aren't just reading hetero books. Um, because in these books, like, because they're primarily written for women, she is, like, the audience surrogate. So mm-hmm. they keep her a bit blurry so that you can, like, insert yourself into that. Tom and I talked that. about that before you Yeah, before out. we started recording, we were like... I don't even really remember what she looks like. Right. Uh, and I only did because I kept notes. And then I said, I kind of like that. It could be anybody. Yeah. And and I mean, that's the point of a romance novel. Like, is so that you can so, feel yeah, you like, can envision you know, yourself. It, exactly. It makes yeah. the fantasy easier. I can have sex with a sexy vampire. Exactly. Sure. A sexy, well, yeah, I mean, credibility wise blood, blood, et cetera, et cetera. I was totally into him, like, and the fact that he was, like, close to losing control several times. I was like, yeah. okay, I'm into this guy. And she was fine. Like, if she was there, it would be <laughs> yeah. fine. But, like... Like, we could all have fun together. That's what I was going to really say. Like, like, I feel like maybe they'd be fun together because they had a fun dynamic and she was just, yeah. like... Whatever, but yeah, yeah. Um, I wouldn't have sex with her by myself. Yeah, but I'd have. But sex I've had sex with both of them. Did together. anybody else want him to bite her so bad? Well, it's just I kind of did it, want her it, to bite it's, him, or him to bite her. It's what I'm used to because I have read not a ton, but some like other true blood. Yeah, like like the Suki and, and always like the blood sucking vampire thing is sexualized in most things, Every, right? yeah. Um, or at least the content I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm consuming. Me too. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it's because I know he didn't drink blood, but I did, I thought for sure that would be how it would, like, play into it somehow. Mm-hmm. But Well, especially, I thought that's how it was going to play into it because he, like, he talks about, oh, like, you're presented one opportunity to, like, get your soul yeah. back sort of thing and you need to choose and that like didn't really pan out so i thought it was gonna be something along those lines but then it was just like oh yeah no i already got your soul back for you well and that it had oh, yeah. to be what? something that another so i don't think we said this at the end she tricks desiderius and gets him to kill curian so she can like she has his soul in a medallion and she can like give it back <laughs> shove to him, it back in his basically. body basically basically yeah um and Huh? It was presented <laughs> earlier in the book, yeah. like each night hunter will have one opportunity and one opportunity only to get their soul back. And if they get it back, then they like live out a normal human life. Like they are rehumanized and they live a normal human life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that but didn't pay off at all. They only have that one chance. And if they fuck it up. But really, it seemed like um, Ash, who I can't remember his yeah. Greek name. Asheron? Asheron, yeah, I think so. Um, who was like the OG Night Hunter. <laughs> yeah. It seemed like this process had been the same for all of them that had mm-hmm. tried. So some have gotten their souls back, but most have failed. But really, they're counting on an outside person to like do a to difficult thing. To get them their souls well, back. Well, because someone, someone who loves you has to hold this like burning your soul, thing. and it's like burning, right? And so that is, I think, where the challenge comes yeah. from, because he could never trust anybody to hold his soul again. But then again, th- but the getting of the soul, like super easy, like yeah. Ash, you mind going and just getting like a crazy beating from your goddess? Or more. I mean, they certainly like hinted that there's more going on with Asheron and Artemis sure. that maybe they get into in a yeah. different book. But again... I don't have I shouldn't have to read 50 other books no, to understand I, what's happening in this book. If we had and I picked, don't want to read another book to understand what's happening picked in this book. Book eight in a series. Fair. You know, sure. like I'm yep, used to that in late to the again, game. particularly in romance novels, because so many of these authors are so prolific that, um, you know, by the time you get to book eight, they do reference the other characters because in theory you do already know them and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But this was like we picked book one. <laughs> This is book one. It should have been easier. It should have been should have been a lot easier. Because you're supposed to ease. Yeah. Right? And also, you're supposed to hook me in with sex, like, right away. Yeah. So if all the aspiring romance novelists out there, if you're listening, I don't know why you wouldn't be. <laughs> if you could write sex into the book at max, like, 
10 pages out, but preferably within the first two pages, that'd be great. Thanks. Yeah. Or at least do me a solid. Like build up to it in an actually sexy way. Because it depends yeah. on like genre and stuff, how soon they can reasonably get to it. But you also like that's what dream sequences are for. You know what I mean? Totally. Like there are a lot of ways to like get sex into the book quickly without compromising character integrity mm -hmm. or whatever there's but there was no character integrity these are just like blank i thought the sex anyway. would come sooner because he was between her legs literally in like the first from the get-go yeah, in in the prologue yeah it did start <laughs> so promising it, yeah. it's because i think back now to the beginning and they like wake up chained together in a basement and like they're making I was jokes. Like, this is gonna be kinky, yeah. Carla. Yes. Yeah. It seemed like I thought something might happen like right away. And they're kind of like teasing each other and like, ah, she's an accountant. And like, it's funny. Yeah, like, just he's from making like the jokes. write up about the book, like he's chained to an accountant. It's like, oh, this is gonna be great. Yeah. And then it was not. Yeah, it just was a bit of a meh. That's my overall rating. Meh. Uh, meh. It's a uh, meh out of bathing suit area nope it's uh <laughs> what kind of rating is that Carla? <laughs> it's not like the ratings make sense anyway well that's fair what do you take that back? <laughs> our ratings are mathematical and sound okay i, I give it one <laughs> sack taken gently in her mouth out of five <laughs> sacks taken gently in her mouth perfect Perfect. Yep. Uh, I'm going to go for one whipped cream loincloth out of five whipped cream loincloths. <laughs> I'm going to give it one do me gorgeous man out of five do me gorgeous men. So it's unanimous, yeah. sort of. <laughs> yeah. Like, and I feel bad giving it a one because... I just want to find so many redeeming qualities, but there weren't enough that just went together yeah. to really earn it. It was just real clunky. There just are like literally millions of romance novels, so we can't be precious. I, I can't. I can't recommend this one when I know there are so many better ones. Speaking of so many better ones, we don't know what we're going to read next. Oh, I picked a book. Oh. See? Oh, you have? I do not know if it's going to be good or not. Well, the reviews shit. on it were very split when I looked at them on Amazon. I like that. Oh, I no, like it when is, the reviews are split. This is better. It's more interesting. Right? I figured if it was like a bunch of split reviews, at least we'd have an opinion about it one way or at the other. At least I can be angry about it or right? excited about it or, or excited, excited and it. angry, which is what happened last time. <laughs> yes. We just don't want to be meh. Exactly. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, so the book next time is by Anne-Marie Novark, and it's called The Doctor Wears a Stetson, the Diamondback Ranch original series, book one. Oh, my lanta. I'm so excited, because I have never read a Western romance novel. Me neither. God, I hope someone's in, like, like a corset and a bustle, and I hope there's, well, some like... Some assless chaps. Yeah. I mean, those two things don't really a go saloon? together, but I hope those happen. No. But is it a period thing or is it current i think it's current okay i'm excited that will be next month's book in the meantime if you want to send us an email that'd be fun you should do that we are sexy book club podcast at gmail.com and i believe we are sexy book club podcast instagram find us yeah we would love it if you did until we talk next time i hope you can find some pleasure in your bathing suit area. <laughs> <laughs>